good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Thank you for being in the podcast today. May the Lord bless you as we meditate on the Word of God together. How is your anchor holding as it gripped firmly to the Word of God? Well, I'm sitting here in my study and I have my Bible open. been meditating this morning for for a, quite a while now on in the book of Hebrews. Uh, one of my favorite books of the Bible. Matter of fact, had received a text from somebody that they were studying this particular book and working their way through it. And I thought it would be good to share a few thoughts that God <clears throat> has impressed on my heart today. And hopefully it'll be a blessing to you. One of the premier disciplines and joys that we have as disciples of Christ is that we have the distinct privilege to know Christ and to pursue Him, and to find in that a spiritual satisfaction unlike anything that this world could offer. Uh, Most of you are aware, or if you're not aware, the book of Hebrews was written to demonstrate the superiority to Jesus, of Jesus Christ, to anything else in this world, that He is the object of God's love, and that as a result, God sent Him that He might give us freedom from sin, forgiveness of sin, a restoration to a relationship with God, that Jesus Christ is the central figure of all the Bible because of what he came to do and what he accomplished on the cross. That preeminently when Christ came into this world, he came to reveal, to unveil uh, our Father in heaven and his heart. And so no angel, uh, no other created being could ever do what our Savior has done for us. And so I'm kind of briefly going, uh, skipping by chapters 1 and 2 of Hebrews to concentrate and make some thoughts on chapters 3 and 4 today. Chapter 3, we are given this instruction that really is a summary of everything. If you're a believer today, this ought to be something that you pursue Nothing wrong with having hobbies in life, nothing wrong with going on and enjoying the uh, blessings and the benefits that God has given to you, but don't ever forget that all those things are always secondary to our pursuit of an understanding and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's an investment of your time that will never fail. It's an investment that will only edify you and build you up. In fact, in Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 1, the Bible says, Wherefore, in other words, in light of everything from chapters 1 and 2 that I just told you about, about how he is the one who, through whom God is speaking, about he's the one who came to this earth and took on the form of a man and was made Lord in the angels, and, uh, and, and the, the uh, writer sums up all of that good teaching and doctrine about Jesus Christ. And in chapter 3, verse 1, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, Consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. Consider is what we are called on to do. If you're a believer today, this ought to be your pastime. It ought to be that which you make a deliberate and purposeful effort to pursue. The word consider there means just not to take a glance at, but to have careful, decisive thought focused on the object that ought to dominate our thinking, and that is Christ Jesus himself. And then the rest of chapter 3 is highlighting, uh, of course, Christ and what God has intended for his son to accomplish. 
And in reality, what the author is saying is, since we have such a great Savior, since we have such a marvelous intercessor then that provides such a great salvation, then there are certain things that we are called on to do, that we are to live out, and that we are to understand. Now, uh, verse 7 of Hebrews chapter 3 says, Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith today, if ye will hear his voice, Harden not your hearts. In other words, here is this marvelous offer of a salvation, of a Savior and His salvation. The one that provides everything that we need. The one that is the answer to all your heart's longings. The only one that can fill that God-sized hole in your heart. Christ is that only one. And God is offering Him. Don't be embittered or rebellious against Him, but rather come to him and submit to him. He said in chapter 3, verse 9, your fathers tempted me. He's talking to the Jews now you know, and, and tested me and saw my works for 40 years. And yet they still continued to be in error and ignorance and unbelief. And as a result of that, many of them wandered in the wilderness and lost their lives and died there, not having received the promise of what the Bible calls rest. And that wasn't just referring to the absence of physical labor or work or effort, but it it was primarily a reference to being hardened through the deceitfulness of sin and therefore losing out on that spiritual rest, that that uh, a sense of peace that comes from being reconciled to your creator. And I'm going to tell you, folks, you're listening to this today. You know there are many people in this world that are looking for that kind of peace and rest. They would often give everything that they own in this world to have that uh, a night's sleep where they could lay their head down and not worry and not fret and not be anxiety-ridden about this life and about the life to come. And all that time, God is extending His grace to them just as God did to the Israelites as they wandered in unbelief. The apostle writes in verse 12, he says, Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But that's what people would do many times. An evil heart of unbelief will cause you to substitute your own desires and wishes and flesh and you become a worshiper of yourself and your heart becomes continuously hardened the more you give in to that and as a result your soul will never find rest if you're listening to this today and your soul has not humbled itself before God you'll not have any rest despite the pleasures you may experience in this life you'll never have that ultimate rest that's only found in Christ so he says at the end of chapter 3 he encourages them uh verse 16 he said for some when they had heard did provoke howbeit not all that came out of uh, of Egypt by Moses But with whom was he grieved forty years? Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? And And to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest? But to them that believed not? So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. And that's the end of chapter 3. And what I want to encourage you to do today is, if you have been uh, at a time of rest restlessness and brokenness 
and an empty hollowness in your own heart. Can I just share with you today, this is God knocking on your door through this podcast. And he's saying to you, I want you to come unto me, as Jesus said in Matthew 11, verse 28, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest for your souls. Take my yoke upon you, Jesus said. I'm meek and lowly in heart. Learn from me. That yoke is a reference to being uh, bound up with the Lord and being in a place of submission to Him and His leadership and His direction. That's where the beginning of peace will happen for you. So if you've not had that peace and you you uh, would love to have the, the being reconciled with God, I encourage you to come to Him today. More on this in the next podcast. It gets richer as we go. God bless. Walk with Christ.